I've got just a couple of things. I've got a few things. I don't know how much meat's on the bone, but I think. How much meat's on the bone? Like the chicken wings we're going to have for dinner. <laughs> Can't wait. Are we going to do the same place? We can change it up. I just don't. They're good, but they're not. They're so expensive. Yeah, but you get to like. Yeah, I know the dr- you get to single out wings or drums. You get to customize. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Which I like. I do, and I enjoy it too. All right, whatever. We uh, don't have to do that place. We can get them from somewhere else. The ones from Lucifer's were good. Yeah. All right. If only we had the peanut. Yeah. We should see if we can franchise it. Franchise the nut. Fra- get our own nut. God damn it. Please <laughs> stop saying that. Why? Because it's just open up a nut (laughs) (laughs) Get the whole wang Get your nut on Nope Nope No that's absolutely what our thing will be We should do promotion for the peanut (laughs) I love the nut (laughs) You ever know a little Orville and Plark? Wow I can't talk Norman and Plark? Are you trying to say Lewis and Clark? Damn it No I was trying to say Overland Park I would f- I fucking wow. miss that. Do you smell toast? <laughs> Are you? Aneurys- I'm not kidding. After the weekend I had in Vegas, I would, an aneurysm would be fucking warranted. Well, you'd have a brain injury, too, so. That happened. <laughs> um, well, I guess we should get into the head injury on this podcast since we mentioned it. Man, Shit. this this might be a rough episode for me because I am having some serious problems making sentences. I think it's going to be very fun. <laughs> well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Uh, to the One Millionth Podcast, Episode 9. We've made it through. Number uh, 9. Thanks for listening. Number 9. The numbers seem to be increasing every episode, so Number thanks nine. for telling your friends about it. Uh, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We're brother and sister. We're good friends. And uh, sometimes, uh, I don't know, I, I got nothing. <laughs> And sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes God, you don't. God damn it. I don't think you can. That's already taken. You can't <laughs> use that for the peanut. I don't know. I've never heard that before. Because <laughs> that's a gross candy bar. The Almond Joy. I and love mine. an Almond Joy. I hate candied coconut. I like regular coconut. Like Really? I, yeah. I don't mind that. But the candied coconut is fucking disgusting. What about on a Samoa? Samosa? Samoa. Yeah, I don't um I can do a couple of those. Or, the Girl Scout cookie you're talking about. As they're called back home, Caramel Delights. Oh really? They have two different names. Why? Caramel. Because one's in witness protection. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did Samoa do? Samoa will never tell. <laughs> God damn it, Samoa, you're gonna tell us right now or it's to jail with you. <laughs> uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It was pretty chill. Yeah? Yeah, Friday, I just Sandra made dinner, and then Saturday, Tyler and Shane had a game night. Oh, nice. What kind of games you play? Mind. Mind? What the emotional. fuck is that? Oh, mind games, emotional game. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Wordplay. Making jokes. You're right. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we played Secret Hitler, which is a game we love. Oh, yeah, yeah. We played that over at KP's. We did. It's a fun game. It's such a fun game. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's like Mafia. And if you don't know what Mafia is, look it up. Okay. But it's fun. Yeah, it's basically you have to decide who's lying. Yes. It's like one of those games. Yeah. 
And uh, it's fun. It's, it's a little so like, fun. it's bullshit-esque, but without cards. It is bullshit-esque. And then, what else did we play? I played some Mario Party. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And then, ooh, um, A Day at the Races. You watched the movie? No, we played the card game A Day at the Races. Oh, I've never played that. Oh, it's so it's a I've drinking never... game. Oh, okay. That'll get you fucked up pretty quick. <laughs> but you put all the aces out. Okay. I have a deck of cards. The rest is just randomly shuffled. And everyone decides which suit they're going to bet on. And then you someone decides how far you're going to go. So it's between 1 and 13 or whatever because yeah. that's how many cards are in a suit. So you start, you say go, and you start just flipping the cards over like there are horses at a racetrack. And like calling them out, and everyone's like, hearts, hearts, or like spades. And they're like, boo! Okay. Boo! We're like, yeah! <laughs> it gets so Are loud. the noises required? Everyone's just so psyched. It's like uh, cheering at a horse race. Oh, okay, cool. It's so fun. We got a noise complaint once at Megan Jim's for playing That's that game. That's hilarious. And they live in a condo oh. <laughs> on the corner. <laughs> oh, and Sunday you just, just worked? Just chill. JFC. Cool. JFC. Yeah. Well, I worked in Vegas. Ooh, you did not JFC. I did not JFC. Uh, I fucking vegas the last couple times I've been to Vegas, I fucking Vegas. Got in Thursday, did the first show, and I was like, I'm, I didn't know exactly how the weekend was going to pan out, mm-hmm. so I wanted to make sure that I like I got a really good meal in. And last time I was there, we had eaten at this STK mm-hmm. in the Cosmo, and so I went, so did the show, went to a Bellagio water show, which, by the way, my favorite thing in Vegas. <laughs> I turned into a five-year-old kid. I'm like, hey, you know? <laughs> And uh, they are fun. They're so fun. And then it's also like you realize there's a guy that has a job. He's a water choreographer. Yeah. Like that's his job. He's an aquagographer. He's an (laughs) not to be confused with an aquifer. Yeah. Which is something completely different. But I couldn't tell you what it is. One time we went to the Bellagio fountains Mm -hmm. and we had, we had just missed it. So you had to wait like 20 minutes or 15, 15 minutes. (laughs) What an eternity. And so we had gotten there and the next one was going to be the last one. Okay. We're like, well, at least we'll get to see one. We're waiting and Aubrey and I are just like, hurry up. Totally normal. Not drunk and obnoxious at all. Yeah. Which is never our MO. They did it too. I'm proud to be an American. And Aubrey was like, boo. So mad. That's your closer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, did the Bellagio water fountains? Uh, God bless the Rosie Perez of water for putting on a great show. The Rosie Perez of water. Did it have a fun accent? No, but you know she was a choreographer before she was an actress. Oh. Yeah, she did the Fly Girls. Rosie Perez choreographed the Fly Girls. Absolutely, she did. Ugh. She's she's a wonder that Rosie Perez. She really is. She's multi talented. Anyway. <laughs> She was good in that movie about the lottery ticket. Yes. Where she is that the one where she played the cop? Uh, yeah, married to Nicolas Cage. Yes. Yes. Uh. So yeah. When what's that movie called? I don't know. Rose Rosie Cop. <laughs> Ro- Perez Officer Perez. <laughs> good enough. Goes to Cage Town. <laughs> cage match. <laughs> So, uh, Bellagio Water Fountain, great show. And what they do, uh, they usually do two different shows. Like, so if you, you can watch two in a row. And so, watch the first one, went to STK. Uh, they kept fucking up my steak. Uh, the first one was uh, overdone. And when you're paying $74 for a piece of meat, 
It's yeah. got to be fucking right. Exactly. And don't hesitate to send it back. So I, And I even looked. I go, is this medium rare? And they're like, nope. And also, if you eat your steak higher than medium, uh, you're, you can't hang out with me. Stop listening right now. And uh, yeah, and if you do it well done, you just have a burger. You're fucking up a very good piece of meat. I cut a date short because a guy ordered a steak medium well. Yeah. And it was like, it was and like that's a- war- Again, I don't know why I keep using this word on this podcast, but warranted. It is warranted. Dead or alive. <laughs> I'm warranted. Warranted. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, and then they brought the next one back and I realized it wasn't even a filet. It was a ribeye. It was, Ooh, my favorite. And so, but I was like, no, nah, I want the filet. So they brought, they finally brought me the bone and filet. The good thing was they felt so bad. They paid for my mac and cheese and my, and my beers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it totally worked out. And their mac and cheese is so fun. And that, by the way, top five steaks I've ever had. At was one, it because it was the fifth steak of the night? I, I, I guess maybe, but no, <laughs> I was like, it was fucking top notch. And so then Friday was fairly low key, uh, did two shows. There. Oh, by the way, just pack the Kimmel's Club is ridiculous. Kimmel's Best, Giggles. Best, Kimmel's Giggles is definitely the, uh, my favorite club that I've ever played in Las Vegas. Uh, it, they, it, they just, it's super nice. The staff is like super cool. You feel like they make you feel like a rock star. Like they always have like security people with you at all times and shit. Oh, oh it's crazy nuts. What hotel is it in? It's in the, the link with a Q. Oh, the link with a Q. The link with a Q. It's that nice. they have like a fake main street that goes down between that and the Tropicana. Yes, I'm, and, I've been down it. And like the Brooklyn Bulls there and all that stuff. So yes. it's down that street. It's just cool. down from the Brooklyn Bull. Cool. So uh, Saturday got fucking weird. Okay. Saturday did two shows. And then my good buddy, Steve Byrne, was doing a thing downtown. So he came over and hung out. He ran up on stage. He stormed the stage and introduced me. <laughs> and then, so when I got off stage, I was pretty buzzed. And then me and Steve met up with Ahmed Ahmed, at uh, who's another great comic, uh, at the MGM. And we started drinking. Well, they're friends with Vince Vaughn, who happens to be playing craps and blackjack over in the mansions, which is like the uber-rich section of the MGM. Uh, <laughs> I've I've posted many. Uh, when I go there with my friend Mark, he stays there. So, uh-huh. like, if, you, if you've if you ever seen my Instagram stories from Vegas, like, you've definitely seen the mansions at some point. Uh-huh. And uh, so we go back there. I start playing blackjack and craps with Vince Vaughn. Uh, at one point, I'm up 200 bucks. I leave down like 50. Or no, leave up like, still up like 50. And uh, these two girls start hanging out. And it's like, they go, hey, we're going to go over here to this villa and go to a wedding. Do you want to go? I go, it's three o'clock in the morning. They're like, yeah. And I was like, well, I got to fucking see this. <laughs> it's a wedding at three o'clock in the morning. Like what? I have to, I have to know what's going on. Okay. And plus these girls were super hot. Were they hookers? Um, I mean, they didn't charge me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I don't, I don't know what they did or if they were hosts or what, you know, we didn't really get in to it. I was hosts, hammered air drunk quotes. air quotes. So we go to the, and by the way, I'm just drinking tequila the entire time. So by the time what? we get to the wedding, mm-hmm. I am shit faced. We get to the wedding, we hang out. It is the most, I don't even know if it was like a legitimate wedding. It was these two girls. Their vows had, was just peppered with the word bitch. <laughs> I'm not kidding. 
It was just like, I love you, bitch. I will be with you forever, bitch. That sounds like a 3 a.m. wedding. And it was fucking hilarious. And like at this point, like portions of the evening are missing because I don't remember the end of the wedding. (laughs) But I do remember at some point being at a patio and uh, this they just happened to have 1942 and they just put a bottle in front of me. And by that time, I literally had none of it. But I was just like, what the fuck? is going on <laughs> and i've at that point i was like it's four or five in the morning and i got home or back to the hotel and i get <laughs> i get in the room and i'm 40 so when i get out of the shower and the sun is up i felt shame <laughs> I, felt, I felt legitimate shame uh <clears throat> but yeah so that so that was just a weird by the way vince vaughn one of the nicest guys on the planet that's awesome yeah he was super cool uh and also also the mgm was super cool because i'm in like the casino and i'm only betting like 25 bucks meanwhile they're just throwing thousands of dollars at every fucking roll oh god yeah it was insane that sounds so terrifying and intimidating to me i'd be like no i'll just watch things well i think if i hadn't uh been at least two sheets to the wind, I probably would have been a little more intimidated, but yeah. I was I was fucking invincible and bulletproof at that point. <laughs> I I could have done like if you were like, hey, go talk to those people and get them to invest in a timeshare, I'd be like, I'm on it. <laughs> I don't know why like you would that'd do that. be my request. <laughs> I'm just saying if I don't know. Improv can be difficult sometimes. <laughs> Uh, anyway yes and (laughs) right uh viewer mail viewer mail or listener mail by the way thanks again yeah and if you're watching us please stop (laughs) yeah because this is we're not there's no cameras in here i don't but i can feel the eyes oh that's just from the neighbors Uh, this one, uh, and if you want to send us mail, requests, well, not requests, but if you want to send us mail, let us know. It's a one millionth pod. That's the word one million with a T-H-P-O-D at gmail.com. I'll, I'll nail it down at some point. I'm just playing with the form, seeing what's most effective. O, N, the letter that comes before F. <laughs> Pre-N. <laughs> Pre-N. I. Lowercase. Triple L minus one. <laughs> the word I on. <laughs> Pod, which is podcast, but without the cast. So At, which is that weird A with the symbol, not the word at. Yeah, it's this it's an A. You know you know the thing that goes between their username and the domain of an email? That one. <laughs> that one. Followed by Gamail. Dot com it without the E-T. Super. I don't know if that's the one, but I'm glad we got through it. (laughs) This one's from Rob. What's up, Chris and Andy? Also exclamation point. First of all, really excited about your podcast. I just finished listening to your most recent podcast and wanted to get in on the email fun. Oh, and then there's four exclamation points. God damn it. Followed by, yeah, that's four exclamation points. God damn it. Here's (laughs) Here's my question. What is your favorite brand of alcohol? I know Chris sips on tequila from time to time. Apparently that shit makes me mean. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Come on by. Thanks, Rob. Uh, That's God pretty damn. funny, Rob. 
I think tequila makes a lot of people mean. It makes me uh, confident. It makes you giggly. It definitely does that. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely uh, like the Don Julio 1942. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a little bit on the pricey side. I don't, you know, therefore I don't really drink it out that much, but when I'm at home, it's definitely, uh, what I go to Andy, what's your favorite brand? You know, I'm seasonal. Are you now? I'm seasonal, but since it's summer right now and I'm a basic fucking bitch, right? I love a hard seltzer. Oh, white claw, a truth or a truly. <laughs> Give me the truth. Give me the <laughs> black cherry. If you got it. No, uh, I like Truly's White Claws. Natty Light just came out with one, which I'm Get the anxious fuck out of here. to try. And also, because they're all around four and a half percent, five percent ABV, like a beer would be. Sure. And then, uh, so Four Loco also announced last week uh, yeah. that they're putting out a hard seltzer, and it's fourteen percent <laughs> ABV. But it's also four. Does it also have like the Four Loco levels of caffeine and shit? I think so. Is Four Loco just for people that can't do methamphetamines? Well, because I like originally was like super potent and was people were getting crazy. And I think they like changed the formula, I think, to make people like less. But nutty. it's still probably still up there. You got to keep your brand. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know. I've never tried one. And it's like all they're all sour flavors. So I'm like, nope, thanks. It's like this. It's like this generation's Jolt Cola. <laughs> Surge. Yeah, were, were you were you uh, young enough or old enough for Jolt? I had Jolt Cola four times the caffeine. I think that was it. Said that on the bottle. Yeah, I was zooming, <laughs> and it was disgusting. It was a very thick soda. <laughs> as soon as you were like, it tasted disgusting. I was like, what did it taste like? And I was like, it was thick. It was, that was my first memory of Jolt Cola. Yeah. It was like it, it was like. When you have like a shitty mix at a McDonald's, but it came out of the bottle that way. Oh, yeah. Oh. Although Coca-Cola from McDonald's is the greatest thing on planet Earth. It absolutely. Well, and I. And Sprite is also really special. Because Coca-Cola themselves, because McDonald's is their biggest client. Right. And they like have their secret formula just for McDonald's. Well, no, it's it. They calibrate the machines. They have Coca-Cola come in and calibrate the machines. Yeah. Because it's like double carbonated or something. That I don't know. Something. But, so, that's my summer drink. Okay. Probably fall, autumn. Nothing better than a good glass of wine. Right. Nothing better. A good, like a nice glass of an expensive, very expensive. We are bougie. We're bougie as fuck. bougie. I like to sip on a bourbon. Yeah, and that's probably carries me over through winter. Yeah. And in the spring, rehab, and then summer. Right back to right it. Right back into the White Claws. I like that. This one's from Joshua. Questions. Hey, Chris and Andy, exclamation point. First off, you guys provide the best entertainment for my Monday night smoking sessions. You guys have definitely included some giggle, definitely induced some giggle fits. <laughs> Andy, I don't know a lot about you. Could you maybe tell us more about your professional life? Chris, how did you become friends with Zach Myers? And is there any way to get one of those pics with your picture on it? Also, it seems like you guys have a similar sense of humor. Was there one person in your lives that influenced that? Well, there were two, our parents, uh, and Mel Brooks. Mine was Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. No, mine was Bugs Bunny. No, that was it. No, no just, one else. Oh, no. Me. Just Tom, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. And they're not the cartoon cat and mouse. No, just some dudes. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. Andy, uh, would you like to tell us more about your professional life? No. Okay. I'm kidding. 
Uh, my professional life. Well, a long time ago, someone called me by the wrong name and felt bad about it. So he uh, got me an, a general interview the next week, and then it went well. So three months later, when the job was open, I got hired, and that was on The Soup on E, which was the greatest job of my whole life. A cultural phenomenon Yeah, at the it time. was amazing. Met a lot of my best friends there. Worked there for four years until they canceled it. Then worked on a bunch of pilots. Yep. Hosted some shit, uh, a few things. And then uh, Joel McHale's show on Netflix. I produced that as well. Mm-hmm. And then Drop the Mic, the last season of that I did. And now, and you're... now I'm at Nightly Pop on E. So yeah. I'm just, I like comedy. I like producing things. I like making things. I like making people laugh. But she's obviously really good at it because they keep hiring her to do it. Exactly. In a town that is fucking littered with people that do the same thing. Yeah. I wish I hadn't, you know, I wish it was more exciting. <laughs> uh, I became <laughs> I became friends with Zach Myers. He reached out to me on Twitter and said he was a fan and they were in town recording, I believe, what ended up being Threat to Survival. And, uh, and he was just a dude that when we had lunch, it was like, oh, we've known each other a lot longer than we've known each other. Just like one of those dudes you generally vibed with. And the more we hung out, the more that deepened. Um, not the right word. Um, I think that was the right word. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's just, he's turned into one of my best friends and uh, I try to see him whenever I can. I can't wait to hang out with him in September. Uh, and he's, uh, we have a lot of fun together. So, and we have similar views on a lot of things. And uh, they just get deeper and deeper. I don't even, I don't even have a one of those picks with my picture on it. Uh, I what? wasn't in town. For- what pick with your picture? So, oh, a guitar pick. So Zach, I thought he was like a picture with your picture on it. I'm like, it's just a picture, bro. <laughs> Chill. Uh, Zach does a different pick for every city. Mm-hmm. And when he went to Kansas City, like two years ago, when they played Starlight, he and he also like throws picks out all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, so he found like the worst headshot he could find of me from like 2006. Like I have the hair and the cuffs and all that stuff. And he put that on a pick and threw it out there. And I tried to get him back when I shot my special. I wanted my laminate. I wanted one side to be Sophia from Golden Girls (laughs) and the other side to be this picture of Zach and eyeliner. (laughs) And that was literally the only thing the production company held their ground on. I had carte blanche on everything else. I, the set was all my approved and i was like this is what i want my thing to be and they're like no we're not gonna do that i'm just like fucking of all the things of all the things uh so yeah i can't get you one because i don't have one Um, the next time he does one it should be like one of just your old bell bottom legs yeah that flares out to the bigger part of the pick (laughs) that'd be pretty hilarious just one pant leg with your giant ass foot at the bottom in moccasins yeah or your fucking steel toe boots that you got i still have those the lou diamond phillipses <laughs> the, the ldps, LDPs. <laughs> love an ldp you know what he was on the soup a lot yeah he's one of the nicest people oh i'm sure yeah la bamba <laughs> uh this one's from jennifer hey chris and andy in parentheses the words exclamation point Thanks, Chris, for mentioning that shit in parentheses. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. That's funny. Way to go, Jennifer. Ooh. That's my attempt at reverencing an already amazing inside joke. And you fucking nailed it. Out of the park. Uh, I be- would be mad if that wasn't so great. I've been a big fan of Chris's for a- work for a long time, and I love listening to your podcast. You both make my drive to work on Monday a little less awful. Now I'm not only a fan of Chris, but I'm also a fan of Andy's. 
Uh, how are you both today, and what are you drinking? I'm good. You good? I'm good. I'm a lot better than I was last week. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? Still the 1942. Annie's sipping on some water. What else you got there? I'm st- I finished the expired <laughs> pink 15 lemonade. calorie <laughs> Minute Maid pink lemonade. Oh, nothing like aged saccharin. <laughs> That's a good vintage. Honestly, I don't know if I should have done it. Really? You yeah. starting to see things? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Well, right. Have you ever just drank expired pink lemonade? <laughs> Fuck, bro. It's like DMT, but, you know, tastier. Uh, it was good, though. I drank it too fast. I wish there was more, but I finished the bottle. When you both decide to have guests on your show eventually, do you think your parents would come on? Hell yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, we almost had them on when we went home for Fourth of July, but we didn't get around to doing a podcast. Well, we were kind of drunk the whole All time. the time. Uh, which might make it, no, make a terrible podcast. No, 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 no. Especially, yeah. Uh, it can end drunk. It can absolutely end drunk. You just can't start it. You can't come in because then by the end of it, you're just like, I don't. You remember what you said? <laughs> I'll fucking tell you what you said. <laughs> let me, the classic, let me tell you something about you that you don't know. Say, can I tell you a secret? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and your stupid fucking face. Can I just, there's something I've always wanted to tell you. I never fucking liked you. <laughs> Hey, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would love to hear some commentary from them and some funny stories about the two of you as kids and maybe your dad's point of view on the electrocution joke. (laughs) Uh, He he, he remembers it. He owns up to it. He was like, now, to be fair on the electrocution joke, that is an amalgamation of two stories, but they both very much happened. Uh, And it's to the point now that if my, or with, if, if just Andy and I are home, we'll text some, we'll text each other pictures of dad if he's doing electrocution work <laughs> with like a DOA time, <laughs> which is usually like four minutes after we just sent it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've gotten a lot of those. They're my favorite. <laughs> I wish we would have saved them so we could make like a collage. I saved them. And give them to them. I have them. Oh, They're awesome. somewhere on my phone. Uh, well, there it is. That's viewer mail for this week. Ba, 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 ba. Listener a, mail. Listener mail. And uh, again, if you want to send us one, if you have any questions, uh, send it to uh, the word one millionth pod, T-H with P-O-D at the end at gmail.com. Uh, now, it's, you know, by the... The way things are going, there's just it's just going to be every week we just do all the inside jokes, and it'll be an hour of inside jokes, and then that'll be the podcast. Well, we're here in my apartment. Here we are. Hanging out. I've got a nice, I got a decent-sized apartment. Uh, people in Manhattan, they found out, did not. I was like, why are you bragging about your apartment? It's called a lead-in slash segue. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I was like, where's he going with this? And now we're here. I'm like, we get it. You know, we'll get you back out there dating, but like, Jesus. <laughs> no, seriously, I have a nice apartment. You it's just got to come over. It's the biggest apartment you've ever seen. Huge apartment. <laughs> Nobody else has an apartment like mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got to love it when you can fit a Trump reverence in. 
Uh, okay, so a landlord who owned a condo at 165 Henry Street in Manhattan's Lower East Side is facing up to $145,000 in fines for illegally renting out nine micro-apartments. Oh, my God. The inspectors found that the landlord had split the condo horizontally. That can't be safe. No, not in the least. How do you... Single just... occupancy rooms with four and a half to six foot ceilings. Like, I could not stand up in them. And I, you couldn't maybe. stand in the smaller one. Like, crawl on down to my bedroom. The situation that investors stumbled upon was compared to the scene from uh, the Being John Malkovich movie. Oh, my God. Another landlord was discovered to have a, built a similar schematic on the top floor of the building and is facing up to $140,000 in fines. They, the only reason they figured it out was because from outside they had, like, they had like two air conditioners basically in the same window. Oh. Yeah, so it was a 634-square-foot apartment, horizontal. The nine units had no windows, sprinklers, or fire safety systems, and they were, getting, they were paying $600 a month to live there, which oy, isn't bad oy, for oy. Lower East Side. That's a steal. <laughs> That's still oh my God. But could you I want, imagine? How, what were the ages of the people that were living there is my question. Uh, I don't think they get into that. Because it couldn't be anyone more than like 25. All the tenants were evacuated. Let's see here. Now, it doesn't really say, doesn't really give any ages as to who was there. But uh, I mean, I guess you'd hope for top floor. <laughs> <laughs> also, like literally... Every, just like everything you do, the guy below you'd be like, shut up. You Quit fart. breathing so loud. You'd fart the guy next to the unit next to you'd be like, God damn it. Don't be gross. Because <laughs> the walls are curtains. <laughs> How bad do you want to live in Manhattan? Not that bad. Not that bad. Hell no. What's Hell it? No. Would well, you do even, I get top floor? Would you even live in a studio? I don't think even, I, I don't think I could do a studio. I could do a studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do it. I yeah. got to have separate. Separate spaces. I gotta have a bedroom. I could do it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd get used to it, but I totally. think I, I think I get sad. Well, I mean, we're already there. I mean, yeah, that's true. Who isn't sad? People on Xanax. Yeah. And methamphetamines. Oh yeah, they'll get sad soon though. <laughs> so, I don't even know if you knew they were dating in the first place. All right. But did you see Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx broke up? Uh. Well, I saw that he was seen with another chick. Uh-huh. Jamie Holmes and Katie Fox. Yeah. They were together for six years. Really? Yeah. They kept it a secret for a long time. Which also, it was like... She was the one that was married to Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. And they have kids together. They have one kid together. So maybe he was just but tired Katie of... Katie has like pretty much sole custody. I would assume. Yes. But still, you got to deal with baby daddy. I know. And it's fucking sure Tom Cruise. I'm sure there's trusted nannies that make that exchange. I would hope so. Yeah, or security detail. You or know? do you think Tom Cruise just comes out of the vent, grabs the baby, Mission Impossible style, zips back up, and Jamie <laughs> just had enough? She's like, don't forget her soccer bag. <laughs> <laughs> and he just zips right back down. Sup, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, Katie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just drops off a Dianetics book. <laughs> Don't don't forget, you can always come back. <laughs> also, we're watching you. You will come back. You seen that bitch, Lee Romini? You know who you haven't seen? David Miscavige's wife. What was the second word? David Miscavige? I don't know what that is. Miscavige? Miscarriage? 
he pretty much is one. Oh wow, that's got to be the, a tough life. He's like the president of the Scientology. Oh okay. Group. I'm not familiar with the hierarchy. No, his wife hasn't been seen in years. Really? Yeah. Now but he says she like stays at home and she's sick or whatever. Well then, then she's fine. Yeah. Um, there was always rumors that they would uh put people in the sewers around the celebrity center. <laughs> like the very when you were like that was part of the punishment. Not punishment as much as like the. Uh, hazing i guess for lack of a better word but uh i remember my uh, roommate anthony spock would go he got drunk one night and went over by the celebrity centers and was screaming into the fucking sewers <laughs> he was like i can let you out <laughs> you can be free <laughs> i bet they would though have you seen any of those documentaries we have to be careful what they say oh they no are pr- for sure so litigious yeah i mean what are they gonna take both our microphones we have nothing <laughs> <laughs> Except for the two turntables, and you can't have those either. <laughs> and Beck left those; they're not even ours. You know what? He's a Scientologist. We're good. Oh, then he'd probably take them. Then he can't have them back. Yeah, that's probably. He's like, I got your two turntables and your microphone. That's a weird turn for Beck. I know. Was he born into it though? It was anyone? I don't think it's like that old ju- of a no, religion. No, the Mastersons were. I think Juliet Lewis was born into it. Really? Yeah. It just feels like a, a way for rich people to buy their way into what they think is heaven. Of course. Um, probably going to have to edit that out. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of other couples that are weird, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, admits she's not built for conventional marriage. It would kill her. <laughs> uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have always been very open about the inner workings of their marriage, but also not really. There's always rumors that fly around Los Angeles and... I wouldn't even bring them up, but when it comes to like shit like this, it's usually kind of true. Uh-huh. Like John Travolta, like for decades, everyone in Hollywood knew he was gay. Like to the point that like when they caught him kissing a guy in in an airport somewhere, like <laughs> it barely made the news because everyone in Hollywood is like, yeah, we fucking know. Yeah. Like no one knows. So there had always That's been rumors that the Smiths had been like uh, swingers uh-huh. that Will's sexuality is a little more fluid than they lead on yeah so's jada's so's jada's so i don't really know where i'm going with this but yeah i just love how they're like oh they're very open about the inner workings and you're also like probably not (laughs) on her show red table talk that she has on facebook watch with Uh her mom and her daughter she alluded to the fact that like they had had a third person at some point like no one ever says it outright yeah and also i don't fucking care you know yeah. I don't care what you guys do in there. Absolutely not. I but, honestly already assumed a lot of that was already going down. I have married friends that bring people in. And I have friends that are a third. Yeah. It's uh Do whatever you fucking want. Yeah, man. You know. Fine. Like anyone else's sex life. Unless I ask about it, don't tell me. <laughs> um I think that's fair. So I'm already uh scared of alligators. I think we all are. Yeah. But uh I'm about to be a lot more scared of them. There's a video of a, or it might be a photo, it's probably a video, of a Florida alligator climbing a fence. What what kind of fence? Like a chain link How fence. How tall? Uh, I'm going to put it right at about five foot. Uh, Here's the photo. Oh, wow. And he went over. Okay. He went over. Well, Imagine, that makes sense, though, because their tails are so strong, it probably just kind of propped him up. But also, that means fences won't stop them. You got a taller fence. Or you're going to have to go wood. You're going to have, to go, have wood to go wood. You're going to have to go wood. You have to go wood. Just for the alligators. Or diamond fence. 
I like I that. think a diamond fence. You know who else offers diamond fences? Garth Our Brooks. good friends at Diamond Nubs. <laughs> diamond Nubs? Uh-huh. Click, clack, half twist. There you go. That's the promo code. Just go over to diamondnubs.com. <laughs> That'd be fucking terrifying, though. Yeah, for sure. I don't really know how to solve this problem. I think we're just going to have to... You could electrify the fence. Electrify the fence? You could electrify the fence. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. Killing all the gators. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that's frightening. Uh, very, very frightening. Me. Galileo Figaro. I don't know. Scaramouche, Scaramouche. Can you, you do, do the, the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning. Very, very frightening me. Um, cool. Yeah, no, I don't want that. But I think here in Los Angeles, we're okay. Yeah, not a lot of gators. Not a lot of gators. Some, Some gators. gators. Not a lot of gators. But most of the gators are like in cages or in people's homes. Right. But if one escapes, yeah, you know, then it's everywhere. We're in a densely populated city. That's what happened with pythons in Florida. No. 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 Yeah. People just kept releasing. They'd get. No. Py- they'd get. They'd get pythons and then they didn't want them anymore because they get too big. So they just release them in the Florida swamp where they dominated. And now they have a giant python. Pythons are not indigenous to South I'm Florida. Like, do you see that? I'm like rolling the chair down behind my butt so i like a snake can't get underneath the chair and I mean, bite my butt there are a thousand reasons not to go to florida now there's a thousand and a fuck ton of pythons reasons not to go to florida <laughs> hell no no way uh we mentioned it earlier so i should i tell the brain injury story you can if you want well, I mean, I think it's probably will explain a lot of things leading on in the podcast. <laughs> like a short oh, yeah. version. Okay. Uh, I was 17. Andy and I and mom had gone and out. I was 17. Had gone out to a, an, a, an executive golf course to play. And we were on the second hole. And I was off to the side of the fairway waiting for my mother to hit when a, a golf ball struck me just above the left temple. Uh, I was down for a bit. And then. Seven holes later, the headache started to get really bad, so we left, and then I thought it was a good idea to maybe try to take a nap, Mm -mm. and then the headache got a lot worse, and my vision started being double, and mom took me to the hospital, and so yeah, they told me I had to have brain surgery, I I had a, I think, basically what happened is the blood had started to clot between my brain and my skull, and uh, so they went and took that out, and uh, two days in intensive care. Two days in hospital, and then I was out, and then it was kept me out of my senior year of football. Man. I'd started varsity junior year, too, so I had a guaranteed spot. You would have had a full ride to... To some JUCO in the middle of fucking nowhere, mate. And I don't even know if it was a full ride. No, I was being generous. They would have bought my books, and I... No, they wouldn't. The books are so expensive. (laughs) You would have gotten a $100 meal card. I started my junior year <laughs> over a senior. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a weird time. That was definitely a weird time. But you were unconscious a lot. And I, being you, eight years old when it happened, not realizing the full gravity of the situation, realized there was a lot of like candy and like snacks and treats for Chris that people had sent and brought in. And I was like, motherfucker's unconscious. <laughs> He's not going to know if I eat all these caramels. And I. You went ham. 
Honestly, it was one of the best weeks of my life. Well, <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Uh yeah, and the uh, and I'm and I'm fine now. I went through uh, a a big depression right afterwards, and I thought it was just being 18 and fucking. Well, that also didn't help. Uh, and then no, I found out years later. Uh, I was talking to I just happened to be talking to a neurosurgeon. He was and I was telling him the story, and he goes, "Did you go through a big depression afterwards?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah, that was because of the head injury." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's I wish they would have hit me to that before I went fucking." Balls deep into sad town. Yeah, and you're like, quit beating me over the head with it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the story of Chris's brain. It was a weird time. You know, there are, uh, so, you know. <laughs> Three, two, try again. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Shlemiel. Shlemiel. <laughs> I want to go shlopping. <laughs> Gotta get some new shlushloos. Okay. I don't know who did this report, but it's a new report for energy efficiency. Okay. And there are some suggested temperatures for your thermostat. And they are fucking bullshit. <laughs> I, if someone kept these temperatures where I stayed, I would be irate and constantly sweaty. You know what goes up? Your water bill. Listen to this. When you're at home, it suggests that you keep it at 78. Go fuck yourself. When you're at work or away, 85. What? And when you're sleeping, 82 degrees. Was this was this article written by an 85-year-old woman in Florida? It had to have been. Are you out of your goddamn 85 degrees? What, am I homeless? <laughs> you know what? I bet it was one of those pythons. Nope. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Shuffle ball change, and here we go. Also, you know, if you want to make a grilled cheese, just leave the bread and the cheese out. Yeah, and it's done. It's by morning, at least. You would... Like, the sweat that would happen in while sleeping would make your bedroom just stink. Like, it would just like have to go into your mattress. It'd be so stinky. You would have to wash your sheets every day. And you wouldn't. And you wouldn't. No. And then you're just wasting water. I want to know who made this report. I demand to know, because I want to punch you in the fucking face. I would rather the earth go up in flames than oh, sleep in 85 degrees. This was Energy Star who suggested this. Is that a rapper? No, Energy Star. They have like the stickers on the dryers and shit. Well, Energy Star can suck a th- You know why? Because they're selling refrigerators. They're like, don't no, they'll want to leave the refrigerators open. And then that'll ruin the refrigerator and they'll buy more refrigerators. And we're on to you, Energy Star. You fuck, it's just another racket. Just like, another like Mothers fucking- Against Drunk Driving. Whoa. Well, all right. That's not that's not a racket. You know that, right? They got it down to point eight. That was their goal. Let's not condone drunk driving. I'm not saying I'm not condoning drunk driving. I'm just saying fucking get off my back, mad. Why are you so mad, man? You you achieved your goal. Congratulations. You now mad. just go have rallies and leave the fucking point eight where it is. <laughs> or point oh eight. Point eight, you're fucking dead. But point oh eight. I don't think point eight will kill you, but if you're driving, you'll kill someone else at least. No, I think point three five is like alcohol poisoning. Yeah, point eight, you're done. GTK. G. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you know, what we have to worry about here in California is earthquakes, but there's a new place that's had 11 of them in five days. Kansas? Yep. So weird. It is. I mean, they're, they're babies. A 2.4, a 4.2. 4.2 isn't a baby. I mean, that's, you can feel it. A bit. Like, Because it happened in Hutchinson and there were like reports of people in Mission saying they could feel it. Really? Yeah. But also, a lot of people in Mission are just coming down off, you know, the DTs. They're drinking too much. Too Mission's many mar- nice. I know. It's you know, it's a martini crowd. It's a martini crowd. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Man, could you imagine? Just and it's central Kansas, so it's like real Kansans. Yeah. And the earth starts moving. Well, I asked. They you- went straight to church. I asked mom and dad, I was like, oh, I asked mom. I was like, did you guys feel it at all? Like, people were kind of saying they could feel it. She was like, no. And if I woke up and it was just a little earthquake, I'd be like, ooh, earthquake. I'm like, okay, first of all, (laughs) if an earthquake woke you up in Kansas, the last thing you'd think that it was was an earthquake. Oh, yeah. I go, number one on your list, probably poltergeist. I remember the first earthquake that I really felt here was a 5-5. And they were doing construction on my street. I was on the phone with dad. And all of a sudden, it's like, and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing out uh-huh. there? And then I'm like, oh, shit, that's an earthquake. And dad's going, no shit, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a 5-5, five five, luckily, is not that bad. It just, it shakes. It didn't knock anything off the shelves. Yeah. It's fine. And I, I mean, yeah, it's always terrifying when the earth moves for yeah. no reason. Yeah. The biggest one I felt was like a 6-5. And I was uh, asleep. It was in the middle of the night. It was like four in the morning and I woke up, but it's like a rolling one. And you know, like when you've been on a boat all day and you get home from the boat and you still feel like. Or, or roller coasters are the, the same rocking. way. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I felt. I woke up. I was like, hmm, earthquake. And it literally lulled me right back to sleep. Oh, isn't that the best? It was great. Thanks, Earth. Thanks, Mother Earth. Um, Well, I don't really know if this is a good story. <laughs> Well, we'll let the pod decide. <laughs> An 89-year-old man who survived 11 concentration camps in the Holocaust. 11? 11. His entire family died. He just kept getting shipped around to different concentration camps? Yeah. So he just married a 42-year-old. Well, good for him. He should. He should he, get a 25-year-old. He should get everything ever. Yeah. But also, why did he keep getting transferred? Fuck if I know. Like, Maybe why he was an accountant or something. Maybe it's like a Shawshank Redemption situation. And he I was... haven't seen it. No spoilers. Well, it's not a spoiler. It's just... Well, okay. But anyway, to the people who have seen the movie, which is literally everyone but you, <laughs> uh, they get it. Literally everyone but you. I mean, they show it on TBS like fucking 80 times a year. How have you not just watched it accidentally? I haven't had it tv in years just well but when we're home all you do is lay on the couch and watch mom and dad's cable i think you would have picked it up once or twice honestly it's just the thrill of like flipping through the channels (laughs) because i never get to do that anymore it's like a little sense of nostalgia i find that shit annoying as fuck well i get through one round and i'm like i don't want to do this anymore and then you go right to the apple tv Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i do yep and watch the exact same things that i watch every single week we had good parents this kid didn't what a transition. Right? Uh, <laughs> here, let's try another one. I've got plenty of them. No, I liked it. We had the chick that left her kid at a McDonald's. This guy, Anthony Maki, 
was on a hot streak during a poker game Saturday night, but he had to take care of some personal business. He had to drop off his son at the boy's mother's house. He And he got arrested because he dropped him off, but no one was there. Uh-oh. How old was the kid? Three. Oh, no. He just dropped him off. He didn't even walk him inside. Jesus Christ. Though the child made it in safely, the father did not check to see if anyone was there before he was leaving. The toddler's mother arrived home an hour later, seeing the small boy who told her that the, his father had left him at home. The 32-year-old soda distributor. So he's, he's got money. I bet he knows how they make that McDonald's Coke. What up? Uh, yeah, so he's, uh, he's in jail for child neglect. Well, that tracks. That definitely... And he's fucking, he looks like a guy that would stick around. Let me see. Oh, God yeah. damn it. That also looks like a guy that would sell you bad ecstasy. Man. Like they're just aspirin pills. He looks like a serial killer. He's just got that like kind of cross-eyed, distant gaze. Yeah. Also, he claims that he thought she was home because they had been texting the mother and the, uh-huh. the father. And uh, that was his excuse. But also... How much do you fucking hate each other where you won't even walk the three-year-old kid to the door? For real. Like, that was a fucked-up relationship. Also, that's just horrible parenting on his part. That is being the most irresponsible adult to walk the earth. Yeah, I have a feeling this guy wasn't dad of the year to begin. I I doubt this is strike one. Hell no, there's no way. Uh, More crime tips from me and Andy. (laughs) Uh... If you're going to rob a place, maybe not rob a family dollar. Oh, no. With a knife. Also, who robs with a knife? Right. What is this? The 60s? Like, I all I got to do is keep my distance and find something to throw at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need a gun. I just keep throwing shit or I can run away. And they probably sell knives at the dollar store. Right. Just they're probably not knives. great, but there's shit tons of them, so you just keep throwing, throwing them. Throwing them. At least one out of 20 should be pointy. Uh, Well, I should say she tried to rob it, but she found the only fucking proud dollar store employee ever. That's so funny. There's, there's one. Deputies say Rodriguez, the perpetrator, pointed the knife at the cashier who responded by saying, Not today. Shut the fuck up. Which is what our grandpa used to say all the time. Uh, not today. Which one? Harold, Grandpa Schleiger. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, that was the big saying at the fucking station. Oh, at the station? Yeah, because he'd be like, I remember like a guy came in, he was like, I need you to check this and check this and check this, and you're going to do that for free, right? And Grandpa's like, nah, man, not today. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking, that kind of reminds me of, uh, remember when the Jimmy Johns got robbed? And the guy's gun was obviously jammed. And the kid, like, even on the video, he's just looking at him with this, like, I'm going <laughs> to give you this money because I don't want to get shot. It might work, but fucking you're an idiot. And here's your <laughs> goddamn money. But also, you rob a dollar store. What do you think top, what do you think your top booty is going to be on that? Like 32 bucks. Easy. <laughs> And that's on a that's if you hit it during Saturday rush. Yeah, and you're not even gonna get like a roll of quarters to do laundry with. This was you know? nine p.m. on a Sunday. Ooh, no tough one's hitting time. a family dollar on a Sunday. No, that's a sad. That's a sad Sunday. You know they have like a they have like groceries there. I guess not at a family dollar, but at the, some of the ninety nine cent stores, and I'm like, really, just wh- like used why? fruit. 
use fruit. <laughs> Just like apple cores and half a banana. Apple cores and half a banana. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Wendy Williams tried to go to a 50 cent party. Oh my God, I know. And 50 cent told her to fuck off. Yeah, they've had a very outstanding beef. I love 50 Cent. Why? He's the pettiest motherfucker on the planet. I love the fact that he's just a shit starter. Like, I love the fact that he bought 200 of Ja Rule's tickets on fucking Groupon just so no one showed up in the front row. I know. I mean, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, and then this dude, Randall Emmett, who you know well is being the fiance of Lala Kent, Who's on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, for sure. Your favorite show. Love me some Lala. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Randall's, a have heard, is not a nice person in real life, which absolutely makes sense. But owed 50 money. Okay. And then 50 just started tweeting the text message exchanges between the two of them. Yeah. And Randall tries to apologize, and he ends up getting the money immediately and whatever, because it was like a business deal. He was like, I'm so sorry, Fofty. F-O-F-T-Y. And yeah. then everyone on Twitter was like, I'm sorry, Fofty. <laughs> I never want to offend you, Fofty. <laughs> it was pretty funny. No, but I he's like, petty as fuck. I like shit starters. Why? I, they make it fun. I just feel like, this is the thing. I feel like, you know, a lot of people just let a lot of shit go. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, and that's kind of the thing. And they're like, just let it go. And at some point, somebody's got to call somebody out on their bullshit. Or the bullshit isn't going to end. And, you know, job rule, I've never, it's not, you know, fuck that guy. <laughs> for like, not only his music, but also for Fire Festival. <laughs> Although, loved both documentaries. So, exactly. kind of thank you, but also go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, and I like, you know, 50 cents, like a full-on business mogul. He's, he's probably doing pretty well for himself. And uh, I like that he's like. I don't know about that. You don't bring business to the public. Like, that's a little different thing. Yeah. But I like the fact that it's like, you know, Wendy Williams is going to show up to this thing that he, she knows she has no business showing up to. And like, She was invited by Snoop Dogg. According to this, 50 Cent turns Wendy away for, uh, and it says rejected by security. All right. Well, then let's wrap this up. Don't forget to go check out our sponsor, Charlie Hustle. Vintage t-shirts made fresh. Yeah, I'm wearing a Charlie Hustle t-shirt right now. I'm wearing the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. It's super comfy. I've literally washed it upwards of 100 times, and it still looks great. And we're thankful he's washed it. For sure, because some of my shirts I don't. Oh, God, Although, why? I, I read an article that people don't change their underwear. Oh, yeah, people are wearing them for like two or more days at a time. Go fuck yourself. So disgusting. That's why you stink. That's why you got a fucking poop patch going down in your britches. <laughs> Are you shitting? And you're talking to a guy that didn't wear underwear for eight years. We that was a that was a really tough time for everyone. <laughs> yeah, like also, a really tough. I also time. didn't wear a belt, so man, a lot of people saw about four or five inches of my ass. A lot. A lot. A lot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I gotta change. My, I wear. Because of the gym, I you end up wearing two pairs of underwear a day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, go fuck. And what if they work out? Do you, if you work out in them, do you keep them on? I oh, don't know. You, um, you can't. You can't do that. Uh, you'd think they just slide down. They just keep sliding. Ugh. They just get that grease on them. I don't even wear underwear when I work out. Ugh. I don't wear pants either. That's, that's why we don't go to the same class anymore. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I love Charlie Hustle. Go uh, Tell them the promo code. Go to charliehustle.com. Use the promo code, the number one million, and you get 25% off your whole order and you help out the podcast. You do. And that promo code is the number one and the word million. If you want to follow Andy on Instagram, go to at Andy Port. If you want to follow the pod, go to at the word one millionth pod. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Andy Porter. And on uh, and the pod is the number one millionth pod. Because that fucking guy. That fucking guy. This week, I'll be in Minneapolis at Acme, one of the best clubs in the country. Next week, I'll be right here in Los Angeles in Orange County at the Bray Improv. You can find me at at I am Chris Porter on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, it's been a fun time. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Chris. As always, fuck you. Come on by. Many <laughs> do